Panelists, welcome back to the show. I'm Mark. And I am Frank. And this episode, we are going to be discussing, on this episode of Panels of the Pixels, we're going to be discussing comparisons, different versions of Punisher, which, ironically, in all honesty, this is how the podcast actually started. We actually started with Netflix's uh, Punisher, with John nice. Bernthal, to, to cover it. So... When I st- I really wanted to do a podcast, I was influenced by my friends Ben Beck, Jason Cabassi. I was also doing a uh, Walking Dead podcast at the same time. Cool. So, yeah, and then now Panels Pixels has been around for a long time, but it started with The Punisher. So I'm glad that Frank actually brought this up as far as uh, like a comparison so it's a little bit different in comparison to what we have as a subject, because normally we cover individual episodes, topics, movies of the right. genre, anything that was adapted. But in this case, we're going to discuss everything that is Punisher. And it, if you think about it, this could be a companion podcast for what we're going to cover when Daredevil Reborn yeah. comes out because we know <laughs> that the Punisher is coming back. John Bernthal is coming back. Right. There's a lot of stuff out there in the world. As far as videos, you can see Tom Jane and Bernthal at the gun range and <laughs> and John's working out and getting everything going. It's pretty cool. We're getting ramped up for the idea of getting Punisher back into the MCU, yeah. which we didn't really have before because honestly, it was just Netflix. All right. So with that, I- I'm just going to talk about the movie so we'll discuss the movies that we have here which are punisher from 1989 which had dolph lundgren we had the punisher from 2004 with thomas jane we got punisher war zone from 2008 with ray stevenson yep rest in peace peace. Uh, yeah yeah uh that was news as well that we brought up earlier in a previous podcast and of course, the Netflix show that, you know, The Punisher that came out in 2017 with John Bernthal, which lasted two seasons. Right. And also had crossovers with the show Daredevil with Charlie Cox. And now let's discuss each shortly, like, Frank. Uh, it's pretty funny how, all right, we grew up reading Punisher in right. the comics back in the day. So is that how you got introduced to Punisher? It's kind of funny because I was introduced to Punisher in the comics. I mean, and I mean the old comics because I have read the original issues with Spider-Man back yeah. when, you know, they had watered down Punisher. Like they had the idea of, hey, he's a vigilante, but he uses yeah. mercy bullets. He doesn't really <laughs> shoot anybody. He just <laughs> Or he doesn't really kill anybody. He uses mercy bullets, and then he takes him to jail or whatever. And I was always fascinated by that because it was such a... I understood the reasoning behind it, but I was like, it's such a silly concept. And then (laughs) I walked into a comic book shop one day, and I had known that the Punisher had rebooted, but I hadn't really gotten into the issues. And the guy was selling the first, like, 10 issues of the uh, limited edition Punisher, the ones with the covers by Mike Zek. And it was like one through 10 for like a a good price. And I was like, you know what? There's my opportunity to get into it. I got all of those and I still own them to this day. Unfortunately, they're in the Bronx, but yeah. Um, (laughs) 
and I was like, I'm hooked with this this new grittier version of not this guy who's walking around sort of killing people. No, he's actually straight up killing people. You know, <laughs> being that vigilante, being what we yeah. know as the Punisher. So the anti-hero that we know right. as the Punisher, but using real bullets. Yeah. And the and the fact that yeah, that was like literally like late eighties, early nineties yeah. at that point. That would be like uh, Punisher War Journal and yep. all those specific issues. And once I got yeah. that first ten issues, I got into everything. I was into War a Journal. A lot of people, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of people love that, and a lot of people reference yeah. it. I, I think that was how they started with the creation of Punisher within film. Yeah, and I think that's why we got the Punisher from 1989 with Dolph Lundgren. Now, mind you, it was a lower budgeted film. Yes, uh, and they, there was a lot of licensing issues regarding this because of the uh, symbol of the Punisher. Exactly. So they couldn't really use too much. The only thing that had anything of a skull on it was the dagger the that he had, yeah. the <laughs> knife, and that was it. Honestly, the movie was something that we all looked for. When you bought the VHS or the DVD later right. on, they kind of put and they put the the font to be like the Punisher yeah. that you get from the comic. Uh, sometimes yeah, they would superimpose the the image of the skull on there on his <laughs> chest. It was a good story overall. It was something to start right. us off. It was very underground. It was our first live action approach to it, but also it was a Marvel uh, character that not many people were yeah, really exactly. much into at that point. So they figured, okay, we could get away with this and we could put this out there. And uh, I'm not saying Dolph Lundgren was terrible at it. He was just very uh, slow and uh, did his thing and hung out in the, the sewers. The thing that <laughs> bugged me was the whole riding through the sewers on a motorcycle. First of all, you know, those are the cleanest sewers I've ever seen that you can ride a motorcycle. <laughs> okay. So there's that. Yeah. But the whole thing of him going through and being like, tell me, God, why must there be innocent be killed? And who's going to get punishment? And you're like, okay, it's the first Punisher movie that we are even going to get. Who knew we would ever get anything else from Punisher? So After you're that, like, you know yeah. what? <laughs> I can take that. Well, we, we accepted it. You know, <laughs> it's like, okay, as comic fans, we loved it. Right. Uh, the, the first iteration that we ever got or introduction of the Punisher himself, Frank Castle, was in Amazing Spider-Man issue number 129. Right. Which goes for over like $3,000 if you get like a great <laughs> copy of it, <laughs> too, by the way. And the recent, <laughs> my recent convention checkouts when I was looking for that particular issue. You get reprints or certain things like right. that or uh, reissues of it. Yeah. And it was one that was Chromium that I was really tempted to buy for like 30 bucks. And I just said, <laughs> nah. I was like, I have a reissue of something already. I don't need it. Uh, if I could ever obtain that original copy, uh, that would be a book that I would have CGC graded and hung yeah. up on the side. Just to have like its artwork because just the, the front cover itself. Yeah, with Spider-Man in in the sights and everything else, it's it, it's pretty cool. But the movie itself was what we wanted, and it gave us what we needed at its time. It wasn't the greatest. No, <laughs> it wasn't the greatest, think, in my opinion. For us who grew up going through the Incredible Hulk series, which at the end of the day is not a bad series, 
It's a mm-hmm. pretty good representation of the Hulk. It's not exactly comic accurate, but that's still. We were all sitting there listening to that song, ding 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 ding, ding, ding and we're all like sitting there, like, damn, he's gonna have to keep on going. Oh, but, <laughs> <laughs> the Lonely Man, yeah, the Lonely Man uh, theme, yeah. <laughs> well, we got that in uh, the seventies. They just because transitioned it over into right. the Incredible Hulk, but we didn't get it in the Ang Lee version, if you no. think about it. Let's yeah. not talk about the Ang Lee version. But, <laughs> well, it's so funny, though, if you compare and contrast that, that was trying to be like a comic book in itself, the way the it shots was. were done. And I we could see and understand it, but in this case, with the 89 Punisher, it was a yeah. straight-off movie. Right. It's very similar to what we got with Man-Thing, uh, like, over yes. 10 years ago. Yeah. Which they just marketed, and it was just put as a horror story. But recently, with the MCU, we got Man-Thing proper Back with Werewolf yeah. by Night. So, I, I thought that was pretty cool. But the fact that, you know, in 89, that was our Punisher. That's exactly. what we got. It was our live action. The only thing that we had before then was probably from Spider-Man and his amazing friends or certain cartoons that well, we had, had Punisher. The live cameos. action Spider-Man, which was, you know, Nicholas <laughs> Hammond with a rope, an obvious rope that he would a shoot cable, at. One first. cable yeah. with one spider shooter. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, and we're then we we're had not covering a, those people, yeah, but exactly, you know, right. we're just mentioning them. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> that it's was funny. the way, like, you couldn't get a completely accurate version of anything. Like, the version of Thor that showed up in the Hulk movie. and then, Oh, uh, yeah. The Trial you know, of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, Trial of the Incredible Hulk. We got Hulk. Daredevil, Daredevil all at dressed that time. In black. Although, all dressed in black is technically, you know, it's kind true. of accurate. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. It was the first iteration of Daredevil originally. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, yeah. This Punisher was acceptable, even though, like I said, that whole thing of him going through torturing himself and things like that. No. Mm-hmm. But him going up against the Yakuza and also the Mafia at the same time, or Magia, as they call it in the comics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, not, why not just call it Mafia? But anyway. Well, they couldn't do that. It yeah, was exactly, like, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, Marvel's going to get a, like a, a target on their head, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the Yakuza, okay. No, anyway. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so that was that was good at the time. That was the best that we could hope for until yeah. the next one. Mm-hmm. Which is The Punisher with Thomas Jane. In 2004, mm-hmm. which for me, oh, I have a kind of love-hate with that one. The, all right, yeah, I, I see your point, and I feel that the same way. All right, uh, him being undercover was as a, a, an agent, and then through that, that's where the, he gets the target on his head, then takes revenge after everybody eliminates his family. Right. But the fact that they're in Florida, uh, I, and it's, it's like, usually Punisher is within a New York area. Exactly. So that, that was the bitter taste that you get in your mouth, but... Aside from that, the story was okay. Yes. Because I could I could relate to it, and it gives you that feeling of uh, of what the character went through, of losing everything, right. and taking revenge in action on his own, regardless of government 
or anything. And it was yeah. based upon, uh, you know, literally mafiosos and things of that nature that were, you know, that pushed him to that limit. Exactly. Uh, it, the, these are stories. These are true to the lore of Punisher. It's just the issue of the Florida situation. Yeah. I, I guess maybe, uh, maybe the, the director of the production company was like, well, we want to do this we're in warmer money. weather. <laughs> They're going to say They literally money. like, we're, we're going to shoot in Florida. They're going to shoot a part that's supposed to be in Puerto Rico, but that's actually Florida. It yeah. doesn't leave Florida because <laughs> Puerto Rico and Florida, not really that different, guys. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you, living in Fort Lauderdale myself, um, yeah. I feel like Tampa, which is the city that it does take place in, it definitely suffers from taking place in Tampa. Yeah, the other thing that I had a problem with mm-hmm. is if Frank Castle, the Ken Castle that we know, the Punisher, Correct. has the opportunity to be dead, he would not give up that tactical advantage to show yes. everybody that he's still alive. Uh, Especially he would just walking in front of the cops. Yeah, or just being there in front of the press right in front exactly. of the... <laughs> Uh, the judicial system where there was a jury and everything and everybody coming right. out of that. And then you see all the cops who knew them, FBI agents going, yeah. Frank, you're alive. And it's like, all right, you know, right then he's got a target on his head from the government to go find him because he's a vigilante. Not only is going to put, be putting a target on himself from the mafia, he's getting a target straight from the government. Exactly. Too. So, that was a bit of a flaw, too. And, you know, honestly, the thing that I loved in comparison to the 89, it a better story. Right. Tr- a little bit. I would say I give it about 60% true to what the lore of Punisher is. And yes. that's why I loved it. As 65 to 70%, I would give it that. Now, the mind story you, I itself. loved it for years. Right. Yeah. But the, the story, story itself, itself, I like the story. I it's okay. granted it's the origin story, right? So we yes. know that the actual origin story in the comic books is that he is with his family in a picnic in Central Park. They come across a mob killing, and as part of that mob killing, they realize they've got witnesses, so they kill the entire family. Suppose, and he is supposed to be dead and become mm-hmm. the Punisher. Then, correct. Um, so. They stuck to the story in that they killed off his family and he has a reason to become the Punisher. Mm-hmm. And they also managed to get in the uh, the skull on the, you know, the, the T-shirt that his son oh, got uh, him. A little bit of history there. Yeah, he, yeah the kid got it <laughs> from, like, when they were out about in Puerto Rico and it was, right. it's supposed to ward off demons, Dad, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like, there it is, the skull shirt that we all know. But he uses that as a symbol, and he puts it on whatever he needs to. And the tactic he, that he uses to go ahead and take, and this is this is straight Punisher right here, to make yeah. the main villain believe that his wife, which is his most prized possession, is his wife and everything like that. It was make cheating him on think him. That she's cheating on him with his best friend, <laughs> who is <laughs> who's gay. gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> And he he's so far gone by the time he finds out about that that he's like he doesn't believe it. He's like you can't you can't convince me. 
and he yeah. ends up doing them both. Yeah. So <laughs> overall, the movie satisfied me back in yes. two thousand four. I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it to this day yeah. because it's just a different version adaptation, not true to the comic, but gives us elements of the yes. comic that we all do love. Uh, whereas with 89, that was like our first introduction. We loved it. Dolph Lundgren looked great as the Punisher, yeah. but without the traditional shirt or skull logo, but a little bit quirky in the sense of how they wrote him. Because right. I don't think they knew how to write the character at that point. Which leads us right into Punisher Warzone 2008 oh, yeah. with Ray Stevenson. And Ray pulled off... And honestly, when I, I, I saw that years ago, I just watched it recently. And yeah. Ray Stevenson pulled off a different version. But this was as close to the comic version that we got, Oh, I yeah. think, in film. In film. Now, not a TV show. Right. But the thing is, is that you got Jigsaw. Yeah. uh, An origin story of Jigsaw might not have been the actual true story that we got from the comic. Right. But an actual origin story of Jigsaw and how it came to be. And we got, we just basically pick up literally after you know, Frank had established himself as the Punisher and they have files upon files upon files. And literally they kind of brush over stating that, yeah, his family was killed in a park. They were Mm -hmm. witness to a mob. They, he was put, there was a hit put on them. They got killed. Right. And then, you know, Frank wound up on this vendetta and just disappeared. We got micro in the actual movie itself as well. So we got like all the elements of Punisher within it. Now, I, I never really thought of Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park being micro in this particular <laughs> movie. Or the guy who played the uh the lead guitar and rock star, uh uh that uh Mark Wahlberg <laughs> had yeah. worshipped in movie Rockstar. I'm forgetting the actor's name and I'm pretty sure I, if I, they it, I'm drawing a blank on it too. Yeah. But regardless, they they all did a great job. I thought, and it was for me, good for overall. It was it was based off like a Marvel Knights comic, yeah, from my understanding. And it was based, and that's how they present it when a movie first comes up. But I love the idea. It's like you know, Punisher. Literally, it's kind of like Batman and the Joker. Punisher created Jigsaw at that point, yeah, and made him even more wackier than he was. And then you <laughs> get Jigsaw as like crazy brother LBJ. Yeah, and then they they have this whole thing where it's like, and then on top of that, there's like a tactical police unit looking for him, and somebody's also infiltrated that tactical police unit. Uh, overall, I think the story was done very well, and it probably to date as far as like a Punisher movie, action wise for adrenaline heads that listen to Adrenaline Cinema podcast. Yeah, action wise, this was probably far better than what we got from Thomas Jane, even though I do love the, there are like certain aspects within the Thomas Jane that I got with like the vehicle and the car and how he yes, get yes. away. Yeah, right he had fast armored and vehicle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not to like go back, but you know, he had the armor in it that he revamped yeah. himself. He got the, <laughs> he got the, the fight with the Russian, like big daddy diesel <laughs> in that particular movie. And this, Ray Stevenson was, I think he's a lot larger 
than uh, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane, yeah. completely. I don't think he's as tall as Dolph Lundgren, but he's no. got the bulk to him in that particular film. But you could also see the heaviness of like the uh, bulletproof jacket. Right, everything's got painted on it of Punisher, and he's got the the feel of Punisher too. Oh, yeah. very much how Thomas Jane had it too as well because of the being alone but you know in this case he wasn't an alcoholic (laughs) you know (laughs) but i'm not saying thomas jane was terrible at it but i in that iteration i do enjoy that fact because it's like to me it's like a different story or different version right and if i ever got the chance to talk to thomas jane i would say he was one of my favorites because even though there's only a few that we got he is one of my favorites I uh, actually got a picture with Dolph Lundgren with a Punisher sweater years ago when I met him. And he goes, that's not my Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't have that for you. <laughs> but but for uh, me, the, this one is yeah. Punisher Warzone is absolutely my favorite Punisher movie in that it does absolutely nail the feel of Punisher, the look, to, uh, you know, for Ray the movies. Stevenson, again, rest in peace. Yeah. He he didn't have to do much, whereas, you know, Dolph Lundgren obviously had to color his hair black. You know, yes. uh, Thomas Jane didn't bother making it black, but it was dark enough where it could pass. But Ray Stevenson, he's got, like, the sort of longish hair swept to the back. You could draw a picture. You could look at old issues of Punisher and see, oh, yeah, Ray Steven looks... Ray Stevens looks exactly like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, he looked like War War Journal. Yeah, uh, exactly. Punisher War Journal Punisher, you know, and I I agree. This is probably, for the cinematic version, would probably be one of my favorites as well. Uh, After that would be uh, definitely the Thomas Jane, and then going in order would be the other, which would be... But uh, honestly, we only had one TV version. Exactly. Which we're going to go into now, which would be the Netflix Punisher that came out in 2017, right. which this podcast started with. So uh, <laughs> I had like a few different people. I had my friend Pake Allen on. I had my friend uh, Avelino Rashino on here. Nice. Actually, I started it with the first episode with Avelino, which I'm thankful for. And uh, I, I love you, Avelino. I miss you. Wish the best. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I started it that way and I had multiple hosts until Steve Brown who is uh, who has been with me for years for Panels to Pixels and is still on. You guys could hear him still. We're going to be covering uh, Secret Invasion. But uh, that's how Panels to Pixels podcast came into being. Uh, it, I wanted to do something that was like comics adapted to. And at that time, Netflix was putting out these shows. We had Punisher. Then we went on to Jessica Drew continued on even though we didn't start with daredevil and daredevil started like about a year or two before uh but we went on and on and on and somebody said well you don't necessarily have to sit with netflix shows obviously i didn't because we've been continuing on ever since (laughs) but the the netflix uh show actually wrote more into punisher than a lot of the movies because they were able to work within the story of Frank Castle. Right. As well as Micro, we did get a version of Jigsaw, Jigsaw. as well. Yeah. 
and he kind of wrote it in where it was somebody he worked with and he was in the army or special ops with and they came back and then he got rogue and he went and did a little bit of craziness on his own and I just enjoyed that Netflix show because how gruesome it was. The show yeah. itself, Netflix was off the hook when it came out with it. Now, what we <laughs> will get with, Pun- oh, with Daredevil Reborn with the reintroduction of John Bernthal as Punisher, well, that remains to be seen because we have to wait until that comes out. Yeah. But I love the show as it was as a show. Now, our views may change. Once John Berntho comes into the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Punisher. So then we will be there with four people. (laughs) You know, or is it four? Yeah, it's four people. Yeah, it's four. That that played Punisher physically in film. And, you know, I've met John Berntho. Very nice dude. I met him a couple of times. Uh, virtual con he and i and i was looking and he actually uh, uh never got him on the show but i actually spoke to him really quick at a galaxy con online virtual <laughs> trying to get him on <laughs> nice <laughs> and it didn't happen yet he's been busy with his own podcast but yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, and he's there for the uh all the people that are in the military right all the veterans that are out there he has a lot of respect for them He has them on telling their story. There's so much more. Check out his particular podcast and his YouTube. And and he gets really down to earth with a lot of people. But to go back to Punisher with him in in comparison, uh, honestly, he's one of my favorite, if you put overall. Right. If you compare all of them, it would be literally Bernthal, Ray Stevenson, and then uh, I would say Thomas Jane, and then yeah, Dolph Lundgren. That's actually yeah. this. Mine is exactly the same because I respect the way that Bernthal carried himself in the series. I feel yeah. like the series format allowed them to build his character, build the world along with it. Not just just you know when you don't have a two hour deadline that you have to work within to fill the story. Yeah. That's where it suffers a lot because, you know, I'm sure that if they could do a trilogy in a movie version or something like that, then they could say, okay, we can go ahead and build elements that we're going to go ahead and have throughout these three movies. That's why it's a good thing to put it as a show. It's got 10 episodes. You can build all kinds of worlds with it. And if you do it really well, you'll end up with another series and uh, season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can build more. And he could be also in the film series, too, exactly. making appearances. He doesn't necessarily have to be locked into it. That's true. And yeah. that, that's what I, I admire what Disney Plus or uh, Marvel Disney is doing. Yeah. <laughs> they could literally take from those characters and throw them in there. Hell, for all we know, they could just throw him in Deadpool. And make That's it true. a little bit more bloody because we already know that Deadpool's going to be a rated R movie, yeah. and they could get Johnny Bernthal all bloodied up, <laughs> going after Deadpool and Wolverine in a certain instance, <laughs> and it would be lovely to see that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it would be awesome. 
the and the funny thing is too, it's like we are, we've kind of already rattled off our 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 top who right. we feel. So you already agree, and you have the same list as I do. In our I have, yeah, literally, like I was looking at the notes, I was like, yeah, ours are exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, I well, I'm doing it off the top of my head, and I didn't even look at your list. I just put it off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, I'm just going down in a, a little bit of notes that I have, but. Yeah, it's it, it kind of goes into procedure of that. I don't see them in the foreseeable future changing out who would portray Punisher right. unless they do this um, wickety-whammy, timey-wimey BS they could Which do they with could. multiverse universes that are out there. Right. You never know. We could have Dolph Lundgren come in out of retirement <laughs> from the Expendables and just go, <laughs> here I and am. you know what? He looks like he's still in good enough shape that he could pull it off. So, oh yes, he is, uh, and maybe even Thomas it. Jane, and have them all, <laughs> and they could do the Spider-Man pointing thing, or with that with guns. I would <laughs> love it if they <laughs> would have scene. Dolph Lundgren show up in the old, like legit comic book, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> uniform with white gloves and white boots. Oh, yeah. Instead of like that, it would be like more spandexy, but yeah. a little bit of Kevlar, too, to make it look like he could take a hit. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. That would be cool. I think that I would think, be awesome. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Uh, there are so many endless possibilities with this. But, yes. Uh, the Punisher has been around for a long time, ever since yeah. that uh, issue 129 of Amazing Spider-Man. I'm forgetting the year it came out. I want to uh, say, I want to say it's probably like '78. Definitely in the on. '70s. Yeah, from my understanding. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at the picture right now because it is 129 at the time. Well, yeah, I don't think it was. It had it been early '70s because it was only 20 cents. Hang on. Yeah, you, you know <laughs> what? And it's funny too because it's not like the first time that we actually talked about this. And Avelino and I actually spoke about it when we were <laughs> discussing the very first episode of Punisher <laughs> in 2017. We, we brought all that information up. But, yeah, it, it's... Yeah, having him in that, that traditional costume would be amazing. It's... Yeah, 129 is dated February 1974. 1974, 20 cents. Yeah. Falling comics, we're like that nowadays. <laughs> yeah seeing as then, i'm an old man i i, I remember when that when that happened <laughs> i remember maybe 50 cents when you know for the prices from my age i'm not too uh i'm not at the same age as frank but i remember <laughs> as a little little kid you know because my parents would be like here's a dollar here you go buy it well com- i had the benefit too. Of my cousin being a super older than me, and he's a super nerd when it comes to comics. He yeah. uh, introduced them to me, or he introduced me to comics when I was a kid, and he would always give me like his old DC comics, and he introduced me to Marvel as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, you know, he's he's turned it into a career. So there you go. Uh, but you know, we we've been touched and blessed with this character for since yes. like the early seventies. He's moved on from comics to movie to Netflix series, now back onto Disney Plus series yep. with Daredevil. 
Uh, also, spoilers, we're going to get also Jessica Drew. Yep. Uh, no, Jessica Drew. Uh, Jessica Jones. Jones, yeah. Sorry. Got to get it right. Jessica, Jessica Drew, Drew, Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman. <laughs> uh, well, we, we kind of saw her in uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. But <laughs> Haven't seen it yet. So. <laughs> oh. Well, there's so many spider people in there, you're obviously going to expect that. Yeah, so. exactly right. But I don't think we actually get the true Jessica Drew. But uh, we get a version, so keep that in mind. (laughs) It's pretty cool. But with the Punisher throughout the years, not only in just comics, film, TV, we got him in video games. So in 1990, they had the NES game uh, and as well as on PC, which was the Punisher. They had the 93 uh, arcade game. Now, those of you out there looking to love and have to play (laughs) that game, that's amazing. Uh, that you can buy those probably. It's like a, you know, for oh, yeah, yeah, about a thousand bucks. To put them together yourself, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, you got the uh, Punisher 2004 game, which was a companion piece to the movie. And actually, so, had Thomas Jane doing the voice, yeah, over, voicing yeah. in it. And uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, I, I, my sister to this day yells at me for the fact that I let my nephew play it. <laughs> and at that time, I think he was maybe 11 or 12. Whoops. And she, my sister was very overproductive of my nephew with like military and all that. What does yeah. he do now? The, you know, he's in his 30s. And guess what? He's, he's in the army? It, no, in the Air Force. And what is he in charge of? Ammo. Nice. <laughs> Recently, he told me that he goes, he had to do stuff about ammo. Now, mind you, I didn't give his name, so I can't be in trouble. <laughs> there you go. But his first name, Ryan. Ryan, sorry about that if you're listening. But it's pretty cool <laughs> the fact that it's like I got yelled at. I'm like, he was playing that video game, and, he, and I, of all things, he beat the game on my Xbox. And then he proceeded to. Oh, I'm going to do it with the big head, because they had crack code. Nice. So he did it with the big head of Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the kid. He's a really good hey. shot, too. <laughs> I guess he learned it through video games. Yeah, uh, well, come on. <laughs> well, There's come lots on. of things you can learn through video games, but you know what? If you're not doing it hands-on... Yeah, it, that it, is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my father was also... Uh, uh, a person to help him out with that before he passed away too. When my nephew was uh, younger because uh, my my father was at that time was a retired police officer and he you know he, we have rifles Thanks. and guns and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure my father probably took him out on a range at some point. <laughs> gave him a few shots. Here, take a few shots. Now, mind you, well, I was a Boy Scouts and I learned that <laughs> that way. I'm living in Florida, so you know we're legally obligated to own a gun. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but I, I recently took my wife to go shooting, uh, and she loved it. So, Oh, cool. It's always good to know how to use a, a gun, a weapon, a firearm, uh, but not just to use it willy-nilly, everybody. Oh, <laughs> of course. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, be responsible. You know, it's meant for protection, but not to go out there and vindicating like Mr. Uh, Frank Castle. Yeah, <laughs> even though my name's Frank. 
but uh, <laughs> yes, Frank, we know that. <laughs> uh, the last game that I would like to bring up too is uh, the Punisher No Mercy that came out on PlayStation Three. Uh, it was developed by Zen Studios and released by Sony Computer Entertainment back in two thousand nine. So this is long after the Thomas right. Jane move, uh, movie had come out. So. Uh, they were trying to bank on the idea. So the game includes many characters from the comics, such as Nick Fury, Dum Dum Dugan, <laughs> Outlaw, and Yelena Belova. Of all things, too, of those characters. Dumb, but Dumb if you can find oh, it, it's it. PS3. You can probably download it on the PS5. If you have still have a PS4 like me, you can probably download it and buy it. So, yeah, uh, yeah there are games that are out there for sale. But... Yeah, uh, the the character itself, uh, I just enjoyed. I look forward to what we're gonna get in Daredevil Reborn, Same. and and looking forward to see John Bernthal in the uh, the MCU itself properly in movie form. Uh, you know, they better not, you know, cheap out on us. I, oh I really yeah, want to see him in Secret Wars. You you already have a Captain America right now. Already yeah. with Sam, and he doesn't have any superpowers. He didn't take a super soldier serum. <laughs> He's the Falcon with that we know of, right? With the wings, but also the shield, and is known as Captain America, which I'm looking forward to exactly. with uh, the the new version that's coming out. And on top of that, we do get a newer Falcon supposedly in the next movie itself as well, and then we get a new Thaddeus Ross, which is Harrison Ford. So I look forward to yeah, that. Thunderbolt. Who yeah, knows? Thund- Maybe Red Hulk. Yep, that, that is the rumors. That's what people <laughs> have been speculating. Uh, you didn't hear it from us, but you could exactly. probably hear it on everything always from Michael Roman and a whole bunch of other people who are super salutes on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, with us, we're just podcasters. We just like to have fun talking about the stuff we like. Exactly. But I also recommend the YouTube community that's out there that does cover this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I do enjoy that. But, uh, well, let us know what your thoughts are for our ranking of these particular. Obviously, uh, our number one is going to be John Bernthal as far Punisher as first series. TV yep. show. Uh, next up, Ray Stevenson. Yep. Next. After that would be Thomas Jane, and then, of course, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, if you have any thoughts, maybe a voice actor in cartoons, let us yeah. know. Uh, I also didn't point out that uh, within, you know, just in all media, Punisher is there. There have been songs written about them. I only got a, a couple that I do remember myself. One is Punishment by the the hardcore band biohazard mm-hmm. and uh that was uh, and there's actually a video on youtube so if you guys would like i will throw that clip like uh, on in the notes so that way you could you know just click on it and check it out it's pretty cool how they just mesh up the whole dolph lundgren thing with the song itself punishment and i thought it was pretty cool i think somebody had revamped it recently with john Bernthal as well as uh, thomas jane Oh, I didn't see that. And, That's awesome. I'll have to check yeah, that out. Yeah, so you could check that out. Uh, I Then there's also Holy Wars. The punishment is due by Megadeth, the band, the thrash metal band back, Megadeth. Uh, that was released back in the early, early 90s. 
and uh, that was a huge success for Megadeth, and it brought a lot of people, uh, people's attention to the Punisher at that point, because a lot of you know, it's literally if you li- listen to the verse, not just the chorus, but obviously you know because it's all holy wars, blah blah blah, but right. the the whole all the verses are literally a story of Frank Castle, and that's what really makes the the song pretty cool. Now, on top of that, you know, you know, thrashing out as they do, and <laughs> great music, in my opinion, because you know I'm a metalhead and I just loved it. I had the long hair and everything else, and I played that <laughs> song so many times with so many cover bands. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, Frank Castle is out there, Punisher's out there for uh, you to uh, embrace, uh, whether it be video games, cartoons, and like I stated, right. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Uh, there was a couple of other Spider-Man uh, cartoons, Spectacular, that he showed up in on. Uh, I think he actually showed up on uh, Superhero Squad as well. So, <laughs> Punisher is n- always somewhere to be found within some sort of Marvel legacy yeah. or uh, iteration. It's amazing to think that this character who started off at 74 um, and, you know, could have been a flash in the pan, you know, like... You're sitting here throwing like, what was the name of that character? Who was that guy? And yeah. he became so popular, uh, you know, especially with the uh, the later comic book series where they basically rebooted him in uh, the late eighties, probably like eighty five, I think it was. Yeah, but I love the fact that it's got that kind of longevity to it. It obviously speaks to a lot of people. It still speaks and. I, I don't think the the character will be killed off, right? <laughs> and anyway, and now he's what he's the uh, the cosmic uh, Punisher. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think he was Venom at one point too, and yeah, they <laughs> they've changed him so much in in comic book formats. He's still legendary. He's still there. You can yeah. still play him in video games. So until we get Daredevil Reborn, remember you could always go to your video game just play as Punisher. Yeah. So do so. So, like I said before, uh, if you have any thoughts on our listing and how we rank these particular actors as the Punisher, let us know. Let us know what your thoughts are. Maybe you love Dolph Lundgren as the number one. And nothing Maybe wrong with you that. Lo- yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you love Thomas Jane. Let us know. And uh, for that, all you have to do is submit your feedback. And with that, we can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player of choice. Uh, if ratings are available, please do so. Just give us a, rate, a rating or a review. I, I think with this particular podcast, I think we have about five or six, and they're all fives. <laughs> I don't know how that nice. happens. But, um, <laughs> and it's been a couple of people that left notes. Uh, please do so. Just write what you feel and how you feel the podcast is, and that's the best way for us to get noticed as well as word of mouth. So if you tell a friend, hey, check out this. They'll tell two friends. Tell them, and then they yeah, tell, and tell, and tell so two on. friends. <laughs> and so on and so on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all you have to do uh, is go to our panels, the pixelspodcast.com website. You can check us out there. Still in the construction. I'm sorry. I keep saying this, but I need to get it worked out. <laughs> But uh, the best way to get in contact with us, obviously, is facebook.com forward slash panels to pixels. That's all it is. Facebook.com forward slash panels to pixels. Check us out there. I like to put an image of what we're going to be covering. This one I didn't do because this was off the cuff. 
this is something that Frank <laughs> came up with at the top of his head. And I yeah. said, fine, let's do it. And we did. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll put an image, what we're going to be discussing, and I'll say leave the comments below. And we'll read them on, on the, the podcast as we cover that particular uh, that uh, discussion point. And then uh, if you missed it, we'll talk about it later on. So, and then if not, uh, you just go to uh, our email and wherein you can just easily just type out your thoughts in an email and send it to panels to pixels one at gmail.com. That's panels. The two is spelled out T O pixels and the number one at gmail.com. And there you could just type it out. Like I stated, and we'll read it. And if, or if you don't want to read and you just want to record yourself <laughs> and send it, you could do that. We all have these cool things called phones, these smartphones out yeah, here. I love them. You just record your voice and then just go to your email and then attach it. When you do that, I will get it. I will play it on the podcast when we come up next. Nice. And uh, we'll discuss it. And we'll, you know, we'll talk about your thoughts and have you heard as well to be a little bit more interactive. Uh, we could be found on Twitter at Panels2Pixels. So that's Panels, the number two pixels. Uh, we are on Instagram at Panels2Pixels Podcast. Spelled out exactly. Panels2Pixels Podcast. Uh, we can be found on YouTube, and all you have to do is search in YouTube for Panels to Pixels podcast. If the you know, obviously, if you want to keep up and people do listen to it that way, all you have to do is subscribe. If you like what we're doing, just give it a thumbs up. Uh, and if you could always put that little ringy dingy thing there, it'll always yep. be in your feed. Get those notifications. <laughs> Get your notifications. But uh, yeah, and then uh, you could also leave a review there as well. And uh, leave comments as well as if you like to, because I get them from there. There's many a times when I did. Uh, if you get confused and you see two panels to pixels, regular panels to pixels is Josh and his friends out in England. They do something completely different, a little bit similar, but different. But we are panels to pixels podcast. Keep that in mind. Okay, <laughs> just to be clear, because <laughs> I've had that where people who's like, I love your stuff, Josh. And I'm like, oh, oh we're goody. not Josh, but I'll relay that message to Josh. And I'd have. <laughs> nice. But other than that, uh, that was our show. But before we close out, Frank, where can where else can listeners hear you? Obviously, they can hear you here or maybe yes. on Adrenaline Cinema Podcast once you come up with an idea of a movie you want to do. Hey, <laughs> I'm working on it, okay? Okay, think uh, about it. <laughs> so, you can hear me also on, and let me make sure I get it correct, Fantasy Picks Movie Edition. Because I always get it wrong. I always say, Fantasy movie picks, and then Rob goes, "Damn it, that's not the name." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Fantasy Picks Movie Edition. You can hear me there as well. Yeah, uh, you could also find me there as well on at times, depending on when I'm asked to be asked to be on. Uh, there, they do uh, a top five at times of right. uh, of certain movies, and uh, the fantasy pick itself is those top five and then on top of that uh we do basically it's like a breakdown of a movie so if it was a bad movie 
how would you recast it? How you would right. restructure it, rescript it? Would you get rid of the director? Would you get rid of the composer? Uh, the effects artist, was he really that bad? What actor didn't you like and you just want to yeah. remove them completely? Who would you... It, it's kind of like a hero pick of what you could do. If we had AI to redo everything, that's what we're trying to do, is AI the <laughs> hell out of this crap. Just to make the movie that was really, really bad. You know, like, I'm not going to give an uh, a description of a movie, but you could figure it out. Like, <clears throat> Phantom Menace. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, something like that. But, yeah, that's what they do there. Uh, you could find me here on Panels to Pixels podcast, along with uh, Frank, Rob, Steve, as we always are. Uh, depends on what we're doing. Obviously, we're going to go into Secret Invasion when it comes out next week. Yep. Yay! <laughs> so look forward to the images coming up at that. Uh, I'm not sure what how many episodes are going to be dropped at the same time, but we're doing it episodically, so episode by episode. So weekly, we will be doing each episode. So uh, check that out. We're going to be covering The Flash. Uh, you can also hear me on Adrenaline Cinema Podcast, as I also re- you know mentioned before. Uh, I believe uh, Jerry and I will be finishing up the thing 2011 we had a, we have to re-record unfortunately because mark was a dingus and did not hit record on the zoom and jerry didn't have a copy so it happens, we're gonna re- it happens in the first uh, it was the first time in seven years and i so am embarrassed about it and upset but we are going to be re-recording that and then we'll be going into they live uh still have to do ah, uh, that one. uh the movie death trap with my friend jeff allen and yeah, we're, we're trying to get a little bit more content for you out there. So hopefully Frank will get a movie in by that time too. <laughs> but uh, I'll find something. That, yeah, you'll find something. So other than that, that was Panels to Pixels. Same podcast, different panel, different pixel. I'm Mark. I'm Frank. And this is Panels to Pixels podcast. And we'll see you on the next panel. Good night, everybody. Have a good one, guys. Bye.